Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about a Tennessee UFO Roundup. That's correct, Tennessee UFO Roundup. Now, before we get into some of these uh, compelling Tennessee UFO cases, I just want to point out that that is where uh, Representative Tim Burchette is from, and he's been one of the few congressmen leading the way on trying to get some disclosure from the deep state. And he's finding out what many of us knew all along, and that is that he's up against a losing battle. But I just wanted to cover this uh, short article quickly before we get into these uh, UFO sightings in Tennessee. It's from Newsweek.com. It says, Congressman shares very elusive NASA remarks from UFO meeting. And this is written by Caitlin Lewis, dated uh, September 21st, 2023. Of course, we know NASA, how uh, open they are about showing UFOs as they approach the uh, space shuttle and space station. It says, Tennessee Representative Tim Burchette described the House Oversight Committee's meeting with members of the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, that's NASA, as elusive, as lawmakers continue to push for answers on unidentified flying objects. NASA has a culture of being elusive. And remember, these guys were big recipients from personnel from Operation Paperclip, not a conspiracy theory, conspiracy fact. Operation Paperclip, what was that about? Oh, that was about bringing uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of Nazis uh, from Germany after the war and sprinkling them throughout our space program and military and all the other really important jobs that needed to be filled. Hmm. House members were briefed Thursday on NASA's independent report regarding UFOs, also known as Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, that was released earlier this month. Congressmen on both sides of the aisle have demanded greater transparency from the Pentagon regarding the issue of UAP after hearing from three witnesses in late July who testified about their experiences with unexplainable phenomena while working for the Defense Department. What they're finding is, is that the more they look, the more they find, and the more they find, the more denials they meet. But Burchette, a Republican who was one of the leading voices ahead of July's hearing to push for additional congressional oversight on the issue of UAP, said that he left Thursday's meeting with NASA disappointed, telling his followers in a video message to X, formerly Twitter, that the report didn't say a whole lot to me. Well, that's the whole point, Congressman Burchette. They don't want to say anything. They want to keep us in the dark. They can't even explain how a jet that a pilot inexplicably ejected from or was ejected from took, uh, what, two and a half, three hours or a day, whatever it took, to travel 80 miles. Yes, the F-35 made it 80 miles in, I don't know, a couple days. Where is that airplane? We saw a debris field. Looks like somebody had a big trash fire. So, Yes, get used to being lied to, even if you're a congressman. He says, my colleague, Alabama Representative Gary Palmer, asked about classified stuff at NASA. And they said, we don't have anything classified, Burchard said regarding the meeting. That'd be a good time to fire those people. According to the congressman's video, when pressed further about the issue of classified information, 
The representatives from NASA gave a very elusive response. Well, was it like the response they gave uh, the last time an unexplained object approached the space station when they just cut the feed? That's their normal routine. Is it like the response that they gave when people asked for a couple hundred thousand pictures uh, taken back in the 1990s? And then after we cover it on the program and other people talk about it, you can't even find an article about it online. It's completely scrubbed. So being elusive to NASA is nothing new. And so what I think they've done is they sent these two folks in here, like the Pentagon did, that have very little knowledge of the issue, Bertrand continued, so they can hold up their hands before Congress and swear that they knew nothing about the issue and it doesn't exist. Well, he is giving them the benefit of the doubt, and yes, plausible deniability is a big part of their playbook. Bertrand said that he also pressed the NASA representatives about the testimonies that came out during July's hearing as well as videos of UAP that have been declassified and shared with the public. Quote, So anyway, didn't get a lot from that, and I'm a little disappointed, the congressman concluded. We're probably going to have to get some more people from the Pentagon in there to tell us what exactly is going on. I just want the truth, he added. Give me the facts. Look, you might as well... You, you could have asked Jeffrey Dahmer or, uh, or Bundy for more facts. These people are engaged in sociopathic behavior. And I'm not saying that they're serial killers picking up kids in, in uh, white vans. But let's face it. They're covering up things that they don't even need to cover up for. And it, th this could just be a force of habit. We know that there's so much material that's been overclassified. So this congressman, he's got a good heart and I think he's a good man. But the fact is he has got zero possibility of ever getting the truth from these guys. You know, when Greenwald puts a FOIA request in for a 70-year-old UFO case from uh, Korea where they said that a UFO had been recovered and he gets back uh, one or two pages and they're completely blacked out, what does that tell you? They're never releasing the facts on this stuff. Look at some of the stuff that's happened with a with the UFO case down in Texas uh, from what the from the late 1800s and people go down there on this documentary. They run the metal detector over it. They find the likely location of an alien burial, and there's a big grave marker there. And they come back a couple weeks later, and everything's gone. No metal detected. Look, we do have. You can call them men in black. You could call them the deep state. You can call them whatever you want. But you're up against people that have been accumulating this knowledge for 70, 80, 100 years. Okay, And it really blew up, like I said, in around 1917 with Wilson when all these uh, departments were created. We ended up with a fourth branch of government, a dictatorial branch that refuses to answer to our congressman. So how do you, how do you get around that? Well, you create a parallel. They create parallel narratives all the time. What Representative Tim Perchett needs to do is start working with some of these uh, UFO reporting uh, sites like one that we talk about uh, here all the time over on UFOSightingUSAToday.com. That's UFOSightingUSAToday.com. Beautiful site. They have all the states uh, listed on the site. You can just click on, find which one, everyone you're looking at. And then it gives you the reports that have been called in from local people. If you were to ask for this information from the NASA or the DOD or the CIA, or any one of a dozen of these uh, 
departments, compartments, whatever you want to call them, they're put there to keep us from learning stuff, you would you would get back pages and pages of blacked out material. They would tell you that you couldn't know this because it's for your own good. So go around them. Congressman Burchard should know that it's time to start creating a parallel system to report these things. He's wasting his time with the DOD. The best they could do is defund these guys. Just cut the funding off, create new departments that you're in charge of. This thing is a this thing's a cancer. You can't you you can't you cannot uh, compromise with this stuff. Okay, you have to seal it off from the the healthy tissue. You have to radiate it. You have to let it die on its own. And in the meantime, you have to feed the healthy material, this body of knowledge. And you do that by going out and finding these sites, like I said, UFO Sightings USA, uh, MUFON, New Fork, all these other ones, and you collect that information. And don't give these suckers the time of day. Now, I'm going to look at some cases here from Tennessee. A few of these I've had to do a little bit of work with the grammar on or maybe kind of restructure them a little bit just so they read easier. But I'll put the links up on the Buy Me A Coffee website and you can take a look at all this stuff over there. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So we're taking a look at these cases in Tennessee, and there are quite a few of them. If we go here to the site, ufosightingsusa.com, we can see that there have been 2,258 officially reported UFO sightings in Tennessee from 1969 to 2023. Tells us Tennessee ranks number 21 in the list of states with the most reported UFO sightings in the U.S. And adjusted for population size, Tennessee ranks number 39 on the list of states with the most reported UFO sightings with an average of 0.68 reports per 100,000 residents. Doesn't seem like a tremendous amount to me, but we'll get into this. It's got a really cool map here. It looks like the majority of the sightings are in and around Knoxville, and Nashville, and I suppose that's where the two population centers are, so you'd expect that. It says, uh, and I suppose this is talking for this year, it says Nashville, uh, 182 reports, Knoxville, 147, Memphis, 143, Clarksville, 79, and Murfreesboro, uh, 75. Now, like I said, I had to go ahead and do a little bit of editing on some of these reports just to make them easier to read, but you can look at the originals with at, at the site. And we begin uh, our journey by looking at this report out of Memphis, Tennessee, dated September 8th, 2023, 6.15 p.m. It says the UFO shape was changing and the sighting lasted five to seven minutes. Now we're told the craft was metallic in color and had a unique ability to change its shape, transitioning from round and bulbous form to a sleek rectangle, almost resembling a flat sheet. Hovered in the sky at an altitude much higher than an airplane typically does when taking off from the nearby airport, which was only a couple of miles away from my location. What made it even more intriguing was it was its extremely slow speed, far below what one would expect from an airplane. Strangely, I couldn't spot any wings or tail fin on the craft, and there was an eerie silence with no sound whatsoever emanating from it. Additionally, there was no visible exhaust trail, leaving me in awe of this mysterious and unidentifiable object. 
Well, if there's no noise, it doesn't sound like a drone to me. Now, this next one comes out of Gray, Tennessee, and it's dated August 25th, 2023, 9.45 p.m., and it says the shape was orb, and the sighting lasted two to three minutes. They say we saw a fast-moving, pulsating white-pink light over airport and Air Force Base. Erratic speed and direction vanished behind distant hill. Name deleted. This one's from Brentwood, Tennessee, dated August 25th, 2023, 8.42 p.m. It says the shape was a light and lasted a second. I looked at my ring camera and saw a line shooting very fast across the sky, horizontal. It was way too fast to be anything man-made, and it flew with the zigzag that would not be normal for a shooting star or comet. I have the sighting on video. Zigzag. Wow, that's incredible. This one says, as dated McMinnville, Tennessee, uh, August 17, 2023, 9-15. Shaped disc lasted about 20 minutes. Wow. I have no idea what I really saw. It remains unexplained. I was at Walmart, having just finished adding some washer fluid to my truck. When I looked up, I initially thought it might have been a hobby drone, but it suddenly became very bright. It stayed illuminated in the sky for about 20 minutes and then vanished abruptly. Unfortunately, the website won't allow me to upload the video and picture I have. Moreover, it doesn't resemble a comet or a meteor either. I can share the video and picture I captured with someone who was interested as I am eager to find out what I witnessed. Man, put that baby on YouTube. I observed an asteroid-like object falling through the atmosphere, but then it abruptly halted and accelerated at a 90-degree angle before disappearing. I witnessed what I initially believed to be an asteroid or meteor descending toward Earth in Donaldson, Tennessee, near the BNA airport. As it approached for what seemed like an impending impact, I braced myself for the expected loud sonic boom, especially considering the size difference compared to the two aircraft landing at BNA airport at the time. However, to my astonishment, it had paused and three triangle-shaped bright lights emerged, with two being green and one white. It then changed its trajectory at a 90-degree angle, leaving behind a green smoke trail and subsequently vanished from the atmosphere. This is truly an unprecedented event like anything I have ever witnessed in my entire life. Nashville, Tennessee, 8-17-23. Wow, UFO-shaped fireball, one minute. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a drone to me. This one's from uh, Searville, Tennessee, 8, 10, 23, 7.43 p.m. UFO-shaped cylinder lasted three minutes. I witnessed the object silently overhead as I was grilling on the porch of, my, of the cabin we were staying in. Something grabbed my attention as it passed by, and it made no noise whatsoever. I immediately called my wife over to take a look, and she also noted the absence of sound, wings, or lights. I managed to snap a picture of the object, and to my surprise, there was no sound, contrail, or visible source of propulsion. The object had a uh, cylindrical shape and was roughly the length of a jumbo jet. Wow. A few minutes later, an airplane followed a similar trajectory from north to south, and I could distinctly hear the engine of the small plane. I was left puzzled by what I had just witnessed as the contrast between the two flying objects was striking. Well, we know it wasn't a drone, and we know it wasn't an airplane. Doesn't sound like swamp gas or a balloon. This one says, found this UFO only after looking back in the video. The UFO seems to be moving pretty darn fast. Only two frames of it were captured, but it's clearly a disc-shaped. Hampton, Tennessee, 8923. This one's from Columbia, Tennessee, 8723. Says, UFO-shaped light lasted approximately one minute. On the evening of August 7th, 2023, at approximately 930 Central Standard Time, my son and I were both witnesses to an unusual event. 
We observed an orange light traversing the sky flying at a lower altitude than an airplane. What struck us was the absence of blinking lights typically associated with airplanes and it moved soundlessly maintaining a straight line trajectory from west to east. Our observation lasted for about a minute until the object vanished beyond the eastern horizon. During the same period, we also identified multiple airplanes in the sky. These aircraft were unmistakable due to their audible engines and the blinking lights on them. Based on our observations, we are confident that what we saw was not an airplane. Well, you know what you see. And sometimes you don't know what you see, but you know it's not what, you, what some people might think that you see. And now on, on the evening of July 3rd, we're told, 2023, while relaxing in my backyard hot tub in Knoxville, Tennessee. Looks like it was about uh, 10 o'clock, 10.10 Eastern Time. I had a remarkable sighting that defied conventional explanation. The sky was partially veiled by thin patchy clouds covering about 15% of the celestial canvas. My attention was captured by a rapid strobe light white light in the northern part of the sky close to the Polaris constellation. Positioned above the clouds, I was able to intermittently observe it through breaks and the passing wispy clouds. What transpired next was truly extraordinary. This enigmatic light, previously stationary, initiated a sudden eastward movement at an astonishing velocity, exhibiting instantaneous acceleration. It moved from its initial spot, hidden behind the wispy cloud, into an unobstructed area of the sky. In a mere one-second interval, it traversed approximately 45 degrees, progressing from 000 to 045 on the compass. Just as abruptly as it started, it came to a standstill, remaining motionless for another second before executing an immediate westward trajectory parallel to its initial path with no discernible turning movement. Let me tell you something, kids. Man-made aircraft cannot do that. It was as though the object paused, pivoted 90 degrees, and resumed its high-speed journey again, coming to an abrupt halt after covering approximately 35 degrees of its original position. This stoppage was as instantaneous as the previous ones, followed by a brief moment of stillness before it once more accelerated, this time heading westward 270 degrees, eventually disappearing from view behind my house. Notably, throughout the entire sequence, there was no sound, and the white strobe maintained a consistent intensity. The light was obscured by thin clouds at the initial sighting, but it remained visible under clear skies thereafter. This extraordinary event unfolded over a span of approximately one minute, perhaps even less. The object's overall trajectory formed a pattern resembling a right-angled triangle until it veered westward. As a retired Navy commander and systems engineer, I've had the privilege of observing various lights at sea and in the night sky, including satellites, the International Space Station, meteors, and diverse aircraft, each with its own distinct movement characteristics. However, I can unequivocally state that I have never witnessed any object in the night sky move at the astonishing speed displayed by this unidentified entity. It's near instantaneous traversal across the sky, covering a 45-degree arc in just one second, easily surpassed the speed of any aircraft I have encountered, estimated at three to four times faster than anything previously observed. Wow, what an account. That's from Knoxville, Tennessee, July 3rd, 2023. UFO-shaped orb lasted approximately one minute. Retired Navy commander. Pretty cool. 
I wonder if uh, Arrow would tell us that this guy saw something that, that didn't defy the laws of physics. Now this one says, distant points of light suddenly sprang into motion, transforming from four separate lights into two distinct objects. These celestial entities, however, were not stars. I stood in awe as they steadily approached, eventually taking on the dimensions of boxcars. This extraordinary event occurred just after twilight on a pleasantly clear evening in the picturesque mountains of East Tennessee. My residence sets on a five-acre piece of land, once a farm, less than a mile from the renowned Appalachian Trail. On this particular morning, I had ventured out onto my back porch for a post-dinner smoke. Gazing toward the western sky, I noticed four distant points of light, miles away. Their appearance bore a striking resemblance to something I had encountered approximately three years earlier on my property. During that prior encounter, I had been alone, sharing the experience with only a handful of people. This time, however, I had two witnesses, my wife and a friend named Shorty. I called out to my wife, who was inside the bedroom, exclaiming, They're back. I had informed her of this possibility before our marriage. As I had been told, you will see UFOs. It was a peculiar aspect of my life that I had grappled with since childhood. Whenever she spotted them, she would begin reciting prayers. She'd join me outside and witness the spectacle before retreating to the bedroom to pray. Next, I summoned my friend Shorty, who had been busy with some chainsaw work at the upper end of my property. He too had been forewarned, and as I had cautioned anyone I spent significant time with, saying, Listen, pal, I'm just letting you know that if you hang out with me, you'll see a UFO. His response was enthusiastic. I'd love to see one. I bellowed for Shorty at the top of my lungs, but his chainsaw drowned out my voice, rendering him oblivious to my call. Determined to share the extraordinary sighting, I hopped into my car. The two colossal UFOs remained stationary about 25 yards away, but had not yet ventured any closer than my property line. As I reversed onto the road to drive up to Shorty, they began moving, tracking alongside my car as if following me. Upon arriving behind Shorty's pickup, I urgently yelled as he switched off the chainsaw. Have you seen the UFOs? Confused, he replied, what UFOs? I directed him, drive up to the top of the hill. I'm right behind you. We reached the vantage point in time and he got a clear view of the enigmatic objects. He continued observing them for another 10 minutes before they slowly drifted away. With the intention of trailing them to ascertain their destination, I informed Shorty of my plan. However, as fate would have it, upon reaching the summit of my land, my car, which had never displayed any issues prior, stubbornly refused to start. Shorty kindly offered a jump start, but his own pickup inexplicably failed to start as well. Ten minutes later, after the colossal UFOs had departed, Shorty's pickup roared to life, yet my car remained unresponsive. It was as if they had temporarily clipped my wings for seven days. These UFOs exhibited numerous white lights visible from miles away on Buck Mountain and Hampton Creek. The townsfolk discussed the event, but I shared my account only with my closest friends and my wife, as these celestial visitors have returned to my abode once more. Curiously, their trajectory took them from west to east, prompting me to wonder if they had been inspecting the nuclear fuel service facility in Unicoi County. Who knows? After numerous sightings over the years, I've come to believe that if they harbored any harmful intent, they would have materialized long ago. At the age of 64, I am reminded of my childhood dream of becoming an astronaut. If I have the opportunity to see them again, I intend to acquire whether I could join them if only for a glimpse of Earth from space. Perhaps even a journey to the dark side of the moon would be a captivating adventure. 
Well, it might be captivating, as in captured. This was from Rome Mountain, Tennessee, dated June 2nd, 2023, 9 p.m. UFO-shaped rectangular lost, lasted 15 minutes. So he's describing one of these big, uh, like you said, boxcar-shaped UFOs. When we hear about them sometimes, definitely not something that seems uh, aerodynamic. So there you have the home state of Tennessee, where you know, the good congressman uh, Tim Burchett seems to be doing his very best to get some disclosure out of the deep state. People in his uh, state are bypassing the deep state altogether and posting their experiences online where we can all examine them and get some real disclosure. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.